This episode has been recorded on Treaty 4 and Treaty 6 territory. This episode has been recorded on Treaty 4 and Treaty 6 territory. You know, sometimes you kind of got to... All right, this one is a good or two here. We got Kelsey, and she's 29. She might be 30 by now. What's up? Uh, She lives in Regina, Saskatchewan, and she's a public speaker, educator, and an advocate. Uh, She lives with cerebral palsy um, and is uh, a public speaker um, on disability, inclusion, accessibility, and much more. She is definitely not shy on stage as she's an emerging performer. Uh, She spends her time in the theater career as well. These two worlds collided when she was when she presented a monologue surrounding disability during a pro, during uh, the theater productions. She loves the opportunity to speak at your business. She would love the opportunity to speak at your business, organization, agency, or more. Uh, and she can customize that speech depending on what education you are seeking. And she can do general speeches on advocacy, accessibility, and inclusion. And we both can attest that she is an amazing human being, and we want you all to meet her. Kelsey's incredible. And today she's here with us talking about pain control. And what she does. And her mad skills. In managing her pain. Her mad pain. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Enjoy. Did you get a chance to look at our email at all? Yeah, I did. I actually looked at the questions just not that long ago. Awesome. And what did you you think of of what we want to talk about? Oh, I'm good. Oh, yeah? Okay, perfect. I'm I'm an open book, as you know. Yes. And if we talk about other things that just like come in that's that's amazing that's yeah. even better so yeah you know we're just like having a conversation casual conversation so kelsey tell us a little bit about like your day-to-day life and what is your disability and what you have to deal with on a regular i have spastic syndrome palsy um i deal with a lot of ableism Okay. But I am very open to educating the people that do those kind of things and say, yeah. say those things. Like, um, your clothes are too tight or you shouldn't have your hair this way. Yeah. Yeah. So caregivers, um, different, um agencies not being accessible to what I need. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I don't qualify for some programs because I'm not of that intellectual, I don't have those intellectual difficulties. All right. So, I don't qualify for a lot of the, the things. I don't have um, as much intellectual struggles as people impose that I... 
mm. like imply yeah or assume i love how like when i ask that question you're explaining like other like basically bullshit that you have to deal with the ableism <laughs> and stuff rather than like what like physically you deal with <laughs> like those those are the obstacles that like stand out to you you know like yeah i appreciate that a yeah. lot physically i know what i'm i know what i'm up against yeah when we go into the world we don't know what people are gonna say sure yeah yeah it's unpredictable physically i know what's going on in my body and i know how my body can work right but i don't know how people's minds work right so it's like more of a mental um or intellectual thing that i do with like people in the world saying oh good for you for getting out good for you for being here no this is my life and this is how i live yeah don't say to me it's pity on me pity on me because definitely not yeah yeah there was uh one of the first stories and i don't know if you remember this one but um when we i think we were at a fundraiser or something like this something like that um and the it was it was a fundraiser for for like disability years like maybe even for the company and there was a a bunch of people there uh with physical disabilities and stuff and i remember i can't remember where we were necessarily but i do remember the situation um we were sitting at a table together you and you and me kels oh yeah i remember and it was i was doing the order like i was doing my order and i did my order and so i was i got my drink or whatever and then she looked right at me and she said and 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 what about her oh my god and i was like and i was like i don't like i didn't know you that well and i still don't know what you like to drink but i was like (laughs) but i was like i don't know i was like ask her (laughs) that's the mental that's it's not so much the physical stress it's the mental stress of society society's assumptions that people make about me because i can i can speak out and say what i want i i don't deal with stress well but i try my best to do that and some of the causes are inaccessibility um caregivers and um just Buses and all the logistics that go with my life basically can be a challenge. Yeah. But some coping mechanisms that I use are uh, I try and do my own podcast episodes. I go for uh, drives in my chair. Have weed. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I just say something based on the first thing that you said? Because um, you opened, Kelsey, with saying that you don't handle stress well. And I, like, that baffles me because I think you handle it so well. Like, everything that you listed, the amount of stress that you have on a day-to-day basis, even just because of, like, everything you said, is huge, I think. And I think that you have, 
like a super high tolerance for stress because of it, because of what you have to endure on like a regular. And so I don't, I think it's really funny that you said you don't handle stress well because you (laughs) do. And you just listed like, what was that? Like seven coping mechanisms? Yeah. (laughs) Like that's incredible. Depends on the situation, I guess. Depends who it's with too. If it's with family or my mom, not so well. I kind of tell tell her where to go and how to get there, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, too, like, um, for me, I know for me, and it might be kind of equivalent to your going for a drive in your chair, but for me, it's like I like to work out. Um, So to be able to be like, okay, like... I can recognize that I'm stressed and I can recognize that like I need to handle this. Uh, I will go for a run. I will go for just in general a workout or whatever. Obviously like animals are a big thing um, for that kind of stuff as well. Um, But yeah. But like based on what Maria was saying, I envy um, like people who can easily use exercise as stress relief. Yeah, because at one point when I was um, still able-bodied, exercise was so addicting, so incredible, like something I totally loved and an easy stress relief. Right. Whereas now, if I want to exercise, like trying to figure out how can be so difficult because having to get like strapped up to a a piece of equipment like an arm cycle or or you know get in a standing frame, I need support to put me there you know yeah so it's not just like oh let's go for a run you know (laughs) so yeah it is like being um creative and trying to find other ways i think i would like to exercise but like you said it it takes too much support yeah it looks different yeah 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 well and it's and it's the the aspect of like like um because all that stress you're not in control of if that's your stressor right so it's it's all that much more important to learn how to deal and oh, cope with that stress which you know everybody's got stress in their life and everybody's got that yeah it's the unpredictability of other people mm-hmm. right and so girls mm-hmm. you you also do you also deal with a lot of pain physically yeah but i've got drugs for that before I was on cannabis, I was a screaming mess. I didn't leave my bed. I was 22 years old and screaming bloody murder. I want to go to the hospital. And I want to go to the hospital. And then we'd go to ER and they'd say, well, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But, and then they give me a drug of morphine to take every day. Well, wow. that's not quality of life. No, yeah. not at all. It's going to destroy my guts. All right. Yeah. I decided to keep on the doctors and say, I need cannabis. Like, I use it for spasticity. Oh, okay. And pain, because uh, spasticity causes pain, as we may know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, just basically to keep my body at bay because it would 
It would spasm otherwise way, way more often. Oh. And we actually uh, found out by accident because my stepfather also has this card for uh, medicinal. And so we they would take me to the garage every night and they noticed that I didn't scream. Oh. Uh. Every night that I went outside with him to smoke, like when he smoked, I never would cry. I never had any pain. And was that just from like secondhand, or would you actually smoke yeah, as well? Yeah, that's from secondhand. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, so you kind of knew strong this shit. Trick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were able to like like wear down the the strain that probably would have worked for you well it took us a long time to figure out which strain and how i could consume it because Mm -hmm. with the lung capacity that i have i did not have the capacity to inhale it and smoke it but i was able to be pain free yeah I've been pain-free for nine years. Wow. That's awesome. I still get pain, but as soon as I get pain, I take cannabis. Yeah. I encourage other folks to use cannabis. Yeah. Uh, Let's see where we go with this. I was going to say that the main, not the main, but one of the reasons why uh, I thought it might be a good idea to have the talk about with, with cannabis is I called Tash one night and I was like, you know what we should use as a topic? Because I had taken an edible because I was stressed out. And I was like, I was just, I just like, I just need to get over the hump, man. I just need to, I just need to get my head right. I need to get over the hump. I need to get some dopamine or whatever. I don't know what it does for me, but that's, that's definitely what it does. And I was like, Literally, sometimes that's all I take it for. Like if yeah, if I've had a day from hell, that's all I do is just take, take just a just a just a little bit of a a dose, and and like that's that's for me. And I and I've partaken in it recreationally, but like I do notice a difference for sure. For probably a week and a half to two two weeks after and then whatever it it picks up in 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 regards to to momentum in my brain being like okay like here we go um that's why like oh like I'm feeling a little low on the drive here Uh maybe maybe I'll just you know try this and and stay in for the night or whatever I wouldn't I wouldn't go out on it so then as much as you or Kelsey takes it for like physical pain and physical pain relief you would take it for, like, just mental stress as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, say, because I, an example is, I have been staying in rehab for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Over there, I took it more. Oh, wow. Because it's a stressful environment. Would you say it's kind of like a long-term care institution where you can Yeah, it's a long-term, stay? Care, long-term care facility. But if you don't use your voice or can't use your voice, you are you're at their disposal and they can do whatever they want to you. So yeah, it's like essentially like extended care in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um 
when it comes to cannabis, um, from what I've tried, I actually really <laughs> don't like being high. And I find that um, because of the health benefits that I've like heard and tried to research, even though there's still like a little, only little research that has been actually done on cannabis. So I tried to, you know, use it here and there um, and eventually just used th- or cannabis oil without THC because when I use it with THC and I get high, I, I just feel like I lose so much control over my mind and over my thoughts. And I feel like physically I have so much like such a loss of control as it is motorly and sensorily that I don't want to lose any more control, you know? So I don't like being high because then I just feel like that's just like one more thing I can't do. Uh-huh. That, that's how I've like theorized it. <laughs> and maybe because when I actually did, you know, smoke it, I smoked too much of it and just probably like just got like over you know, overly high, but I still, like, I just don't like losing that control. One-to-one. Yeah, that's, that's what I, that's mine, too, is one-to-one. Have THC, have CBD. Yeah, Mm. that's what I do, too. I can't tell you, like, how good I feel. I'm the opposite. Like, I would rather not have any control over my body and my thoughts as long as I don't have to feel the pain. Right. You, there, there's been times that you've come in, that I've seen you, that you've come into like rehearsal or something, and you just had the fucking giggles, and you're just <laughs> giggling away over in the corner, and oh, what's what's going on with Kels over there? Just, gigg- just giggling away. And then, and then all you just, all I say, how you doing, Kels? You just get this like buildup of laughter in you, and you say, I'm so high. <laughs> But you have a you have a good smile on your face and you had no pain, so that's yeah. that's the goal at that moment for sure, yeah. But that but, like yeah. allowed you to be present with us, right? Because I know that there's sure, yeah. been times where you are in so much pain it even makes you throw up. Yeah, yeah literally, like and we don't do that anymore. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah, I haven't seen that. That's huge. There's no throwing up. Now going on stage playing, oh my god, I want this to be done because I'm going to puke my guts out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, wow. Cannabis literally is my saving and will always be until I'm not alive anymore. Right. Well, that's going to be a fair amount of time away, Kel, so. Oh, we hope. We hope. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's my... My experience with cannabis, I would not change it for the world. Yeah. Like Maria just said, it allows me to be present. Mm-hmm. In whatever state that might be, I'm there. Yeah. And yeah. that's how I feel about cannabis. Right. Even eating. Yeah. Sure, yeah. When I was in that much pain on morphine, I didn't want to eat nothing. Right. Well, and could you even if you wanted to? Like, is like with that much morphine? I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't do anything. I just slept. Well, and you wow. don't have you don't have a lot to not be eaten, man. You're you're a little you're a little little thing. That was my mom's whole thing. Is like, yeah, he's ninety pounds. 
Yeah. Giving her morphine, she'll waste away to nothing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's even like being, being where like it's awesome, obviously, to have like your mom and like people being there being like your best advocate for yourself and for your health. But like you need to be your your best advocate too. No, but I I am now at twenty nine. Yeah. My own and figuring out the government system and figuring sure, out yeah. all this healthcare BS that we deal with. <laughs> you call it, what is it like this the stress of adulting? <laughs> that should be its own thing. I don't want to. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like, yeah. I don't want to adult. Adulting, adulting, but yeah. we've got uh, good news on that regard. I Would you? actually told my mom la- uh, two weeks ago that I've been staying little bits like at a time at Waskana just to give us both mental breaks. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I told her the last time I came home, um, I said, it's time for me to think about moving out. And she thought, oh my god, this isn't the same person. Like my little baby girl. Yeah. So I got on the list for two group homes. Wow. Really? Yeah. So Congratulations. That's really awesome. I'm waiting now. Holy cow. Hoping. Hoping. Well, you're on the list, so you're, so that's, that's the. So I'm also going to. Right to our lovely government and our MLAs mm-hmm. to address the gap of people with disabilities living, like, um, the places we get to live. Uh, we don't get much choice. Sure. A lot, a lot of options. options in Saskatchewan for folks that are physically unable to care for themselves intellectually that okay yeah yeah like intellectually i'm i'm okay yeah like socially and stuff but it's the learning and whatnot but Uh i shouldn't keep me from living where i want to live sure yeah yeah. why should i have to live in a group home or institution when i can live in say where Shaley is. Yeah. Where yeah. She has her own area independent yeah. living. Like yeah. dwelling, like they're her own dwelling, right? Which is So I'm I'm doing that right now. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. What about what's intellectually going on in the head? Yeah. Yeah, in the head. <laughs> That's what people struggle with. Yeah, they... I think that's where a lot of ableism comes, is people don't look at what we have to offer intellectually. They're looking at physical needs only. Or they assume, because of your physical needs, that you're not reliable mentally. Like, they judge, right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the hashtag... Where it's like, you know, the hashtag, um, like, ugh. pressure. The one, the one that's like, I have to speak. You like listen. Oh my god, I can't remember. But think talking about brains, like, 
like and like what <laughs> what cannabis can do to your brain the basically i'm getting that the benefits outweigh any like inebriation that that might be caused or like any negative um impact that being inebriated from the cannabis would have mm. yeah like i i personally find that um i can um understand things more clearly in a cognitive sense yeah yeah, yeah. okay say it real quick here, hashtag Ted. nothing about us without us yes yeah there. that's yeah. the one so even even going off of that so so um I don't think I would get, I don't think I would, I would qualify for any sort of prescription off of it. So like, even for, with it. For cannabis? Cannabis. Yeah. No. What? For sure you would. No, I wouldn't. With ADHD? Like, no. The only thing that I got offered was, uh, was from the lady that was doing my assessment and she said, would you ever consider Ritalin? And I just said, no. <laughs> but if you could be considered for Ritalin, you could be considered, I, it depends on the doctor. Why would you not fight to get cannabis? Because I think I think what I can get from the store is efficient. Especially now. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was different than this, like, I think... Um, but at the same time, I don't know if I would actually, like, go through the steps. Because um, outside of... Um, besides the uh, one particular time in my life, stress or... Um, I don't even know if it would have been depressed or or what that would have looked like, but it well it was a lot. There was a lot going on. I just gotten out of a relationship that was pretty toxic. I felt and I had just um, my mom had just got diagnosed, and then there was another another thing um, that happened, and those three things were enough that I was like vibrating off of it and I held it for about I don't know five months or something like that too long and I was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna try it and Mm. see what happens and I didn't know the strain I didn't know anything it was just out one night and my friends had a vape pen with it and I was like meh let's go and so I did and it was fun and it was like it's so much fun and well, it let me laugh and it let me forget about those things that were happening. Yeah. So it was like, it, it was enough to like, that I could remember how to laugh. Yeah. Which I, obviously I remembered how to laugh, but, but it was enough that it was like, got me over the hump. And then, and then it's like what you do with that time after, which is what, you know, is the, impo- not the important part, but a important part. Yeah. I think that like slowly and slowly. Um, cannabis is getting away from its bad reputation, and, I hope so, and like yeah. it's coming into um, the health benefits that are like you know slowly being realized. I would almost challenge that and or ask you, do you have any other outlets? Like, if I have a bad day at the university and I go to theater, I can. I can look beyond the bad day that I've had and say, okay, so this is what I need. This is what I, this is what I want the world to be, and this is what I want the world to see. But I, yeah, so I get to be my own person. Mm-hmm. I get to be a human being and not a label. Mm-hmm. 
Because labels are for jars, not people. That was good. Labels are for jars. <laughs> but yeah, theater, I have to say yes, that that is a very vital part and a vital outlet to my daily stresses of the world not accepting me intellectually or maybe even physically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's also an outlet. Um, what else? I want to start doing more work on my own podcast. That's why I'm so happy to be involved in your guys' um, podcast because I was like, that's super cool. Yes. Yeah. No, we thought so too. We're happy that you were able to like come. come. I love the names too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a... <laughs> what are you going to do with the... the like podcast are you gonna take it we're taking it to the moon and back Cal. that's what we're doing with it we're blast taking off it as far as yeah we're taking it as far as we can yeah yeah. Cool. yeah yeah i'd love to be on um more episodes and oh for sure yeah no there's and as soon as like we get like the footing and like the understanding and stuff and have to let probably Tash have her baby and do some mommy. That sounds so weird. Bit. Doesn't that sound so weird? Yeah, but it's so exciting. <laughs> it's random. <laughs> and happy Jeez. birthday! Oh, thanks. Happy thanks, birthday to I looked at my I looked at my calendar just now and I'm like, thirtieth, oh, thirty-first. Yeah, it's all yeah. relative. <laughs> just another birthday. Yeah, just another number. Uh, now, now, no more birthdays are about you. I know. I know. It's starting with this one. You bet. I don't like the fact that I'm turning thirty soon. Why? Oh, girl! Yeah. Come girl, on, join I, the club. Get out of here, you guys. I love, I love every single birthday, and I love my thirties. You just wait, Kels, man. Your thirties are gonna be amazing. I definitely think there's many episodes. Yeah. Yeah, Kels. Yeah. Well, and and there's time too. That's the thing. Um. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kelsey. So awesome to have had you here today. We are wrapping up. And uh, don't forget, guys, to check us out on our socials. We are at The Mixed Crips on Twitter and Instagram and The Mixed Crips on Facebook. And our email address is TheMixedCrips at gmail.com. And, I mean, what else is there to say other than keep Rolling forward one neural at a time. In the house, take a step back, put it all on yourselves.